Magneto Funky, number 124. It's Friday, May 24th, 2019. Hey, Larry here. This week, it's on to pre-testing the Benitez Power Plant Circuit number 8 and not being in a hurry to get myself electrocuted. The music, meanwhile, is a curated-slash-submitted mix of mood music for the long weekend.
Okay, that was Romance and Warfare, a bit of dark experimental modular electronica by Nero Bellum, the driving force behind L.A. electronic industrial black metal band Cyclone 9, which has a lot of history on its own. Uh, He's a songwriter, lead vocalist, lyricist, multi-instrumentalist, and producer. Uh, This new tune is from his eponymous solo project, uh, recorded live over two years in L.A. and Chicago. Uh, Each piece in this collection is an exploration of synthesis in the modular domain. Nice. Okay, this is a laid-back and often explicit, you bet your ass, Weekly international pod zine of extremely eclectic music and progressive politics with a focus on energy independence for the 99%. My pod pages are 1223studios.com slash mfunky.h and facebook.com slash 1223studios. Well, back to the old drawing board. Okay, in grid theory. Uh, On Sunday, I took the Benita 7.5 project board apart, but kept the no longer Alex core circuit build and the air core coil because that combination does work. Uh, On Monday, the weather improved, so I went over to the local car parts store and picked up a store brand old school ignition coil. Uh, I did the resistance test on it and saw that the primary was a little over 3 ohms and the secondary was 8,150 ohms. Now normally 3 is a little bit high on the primary and I immediately suspected the store of selling me a too old or broken part. But I tracked the coil back through its part number to the manufacturer who supplies the different stores. Instead of a data sheet, what you got was the basic product description. Ignition coil with internal resistor, 3 ohms, 12 volt universal, 35 kilovolt voltage output. Now, if this coil's turns ratio is the standard 1 to 100, I'm really only dealing with 1,200 volts, not 35,000, which still has no respect for dumbasses. So here is where wearing gloves and using a chicken stick will come in and why I didn't just swap out the coils and fire this damn thing up. I mean, I'm just doing the Mad Science Labs version of Measure Twice Cut Once check everything in the circuitry again before putting serious power to this doohickey. Okay, uh, anyway, in a bit, the saga continues. Alright, back to the stage. Continuing the uh, often glitchy mood, but not starting out that way, with Perspective. A new tune sent in by Tango, a.k.a. Reed Murray, an indie alternative rock songwriter and musician from the Bay Area. Uh, Then it's Never Good Enough, 
Another New Atmospheric Electronica Piece by Nero Bellum. Then it's You're Beautiful by Dirty Wolves, a.k.a. studio engineer and producer Levi Witt, based out of Austin, Texas. Now, he's been producing electronic music for over nine years, and in fact, he's playing tonight in Road to Sonic Boom at Meow Wolf in Santa Fe, New Mexico. Uh, then he'll be at the Disc Jam Music Festival in Steventown, New York, uh, June 6th to the 9th.
Today, it's Friday, the 24th of May. It's been a full week of impeachment barbecue soap opera with Mueller going along with a whole lot of mob lawyer bars bullshit because he wants to keep his apron spotless. Meanwhile, the latest abortion bans aimed for the scrotus, as usual, have an angle the corporate Vichy media are overlooking. The band's shadow effect is to cripple all of a woman's health care during pregnancy, in particular poor and black women, which will raise the already bad enough mortality rate for pregnant black women with no resources in those states, 
and not just those states. Anyway, amid all the blatantly unconstitutional bullshit executed by P. Grevy and his Guild of Calamitous Intent, a.k.a. the minions running the Senate, there is an obvious strategy. Force the House to impeach him so the Senate can exonerate him the same way Red Hat AG's clear killer cops and make it happen before the GOP National Convention, please. You know, not exactly third-dimensional chess, but another atrocity takes precedent over the Beltway soap opera. The latest deaths, plural, of brown children and teens in these Border Patrol gulags. I mean, they're obviously unconstitutional, and a Democratic Party president might close them in a second term. Yeah, well, that's a whole other argument. But aside from the sadistic thrills of beating, kicking, and sexually abusing defenseless minors with official sanction, what's the long-term goal? Oh, well, how about this? In the next 10 to 20 years, some of these broken and scarred survivors could start snapping in a wave of domestic terror attacks that would justify scrapping posse comitatus so you can get on with the race war. Particularly since 20 years from now is about when the majority officially becomes the minority. And frankly, because some of y'all have no sense of identity if you don't have an enemy to grind your spleen against. And that cuts across every goddamn soapbox you got, including the both sides soapbox. Anyway, let's just get on with a few dates. Okay, starting on the 25th, that's National Missing Children's Day, African Liberation Day, National Wine Day, and Towel Day. For y'all who have a copy of Hitchhiker's Guide on you, uh, on the 26th we have an event. Anti-doxing and digital security training. That'll be happening from 3 to 4 p.m. Pacific Time in the city at 350 Alabama Street, number 9 on the first floor. Uh, it's hosted by the Democratic Socialists of America here in SF. It's a dangerous time for socialists online. The forces of right-wing hate and extremism are actively targeting the DSA, among others, seeking to expose the members' identities so they can harass them and their loved ones. Yet, with just a few small changes to your security practices, and admittedly a really tedious process of getting your personal data removed from the web, you can make yourself much harder to attack. And for some of us, that's easier said than done. Uh, learn how in this free hour-long training courtesy of DSASF's Direct Action Working Group. Uh, they'll cover basic security practices, privacy on social networks, and the common threats we all face before going into a deep dive on doxing specifically and the ways you can protect yourself, both now and if an attack occurs. Okay, moving on, uh, the 27th, yes, is officially Memorial Day, which brings to mind another event, the Bridge Watch Memorial Day 2019, that'll be happening from 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. at the Golden Gate Bridge. On Memorial Day, 
the nation will remember those killed while serving their country. It is our hope for people to think about another kind of Memorial Day, one honoring those who served in uniform and died by suicide. The first jumper off the Golden Gate Bridge was a World War I veteran in 1937. Uh, according to the most recent Department of Veterans Affairs reports, the total number of suicides is 20.6 every day. Of those, 16.8 were veterans and 3.8 were active duty service members, guardsmen, and reservists. That amounts to 6,132 veterans and 1,387 service members who died by suicide in just one year. Uh, the Bridgewatch Angels are seeking compassionate volunteers to engage in suicide prevention on the bridge. Uh, last year there were 187 interventions and 31 suicides. Oh, uh, check the Facebook page for full details. Okay, moving on, uh, May 28th is Hamburger Day. The 29th is International Day of UN Peacekeepers. And the 30th has another event, a film, When Rules Don't Apply. That'll be happening from 6 to 9 p.m. Pacific at the UC Hastings College of Law, 200 McAllister Street, here in the city. Uh, this is a joint event with Filmmakers Collaborative, Tech Workers Coalition, UC Hastings College, uh, moderated by Professor Vina Dubal. For years, Apple's Steve Jobs, Google's Eric Schmidt, and other high-tech CEOs engaged in a conspiracy against their own employees, agreeing not to hire each other's workers. The secret deal denied career advancement and better pay to the very people who made their company successful. Um, sorry, what's that word? Yeah, cartel. When tipped off, Justice Department lawyers used antitrust laws for the first time in a labor case to prosecute companies like Apple, Google, Pixar, Adobe, Intel, Intuit, and others. It's a tale of greed, power, and arrogance that reminds us that all workers are in conflict with their bosses. Hmm. Anyway, there's going to be a reception, film screening, and a panel discussion with experts featured in the film and other distinguished guests. Very cool. And we're going to wrap up. May the 31st is World No Tobacco Day. Okay, if you have promos, pluggers, gig info, and art opening, etc., send me an email. The address is mfunkyzine at gmail.com and bands, artists, and poets, download links, no attachments, please, and no promises. Transfer complete. Okay, in grid practice. Uh, continuing the lab notes, on Wednesday, I went back over the original source material for the coil driver circuit. 
And good thing I did, because on there the dude admitted that the 2N3055 power transistor tends to burn out often because of the high voltage kickback the coil makes. But then he said an IRF640 MOSFET is a possible substitute. Well then I wondered about the line from the spark gap to the bridge rectifier, the one without a resistor, and besides, those diodes are only rated up to a thousand volts. Anyway, by Thursday, I double-checked the 25-watt rheostat with the 25-watt big-ass resistor, the three-kilovolt capacitor, and that bridge rectifier against the maximum 1,200 volts. Then I went and picked up the Berkeley Shops version of the IRF640 MOSFET. And just in case, I got a backup 5 kilo ohm resistor. Just in case, I need to cut that voltage to under 1,000 volts for the bridge rectifier. Now, on Thursday night, I was sorely tempted to just plug and play this damn thing. But I can't just stand it up where the scooter coil is now and be reaching over and around this damn thing with the circuit running. So anyway, that's where I'm at right now. Deciding how to wire up this coil for storage and for operating. And the first real operation is gonna be the power test before I connect this thing to the spark gap. Which will also confirm whether or not these four amp hour batteries have kind of reached their limit. Okay, for this week's One More Tune, we close out with It Ain't Right, an Acid Swing Dub by Warp 9, the Electronica Glitch Hop Funkster down in Miami, Florida. Uh, in fact, his next gig is May 30th at The Nest in Miami. Then uh, it's off to Israel, Italy, and France, where he'll spend the next two months playing shows and writing music, and then in August, uh, he'll start his domestic tour.
by not hoping the troops become cannon fodder in Iran for desperate political gain and remembering how disposable they become when they come home broken. To this day. Show themes Rocket Power and Spyglass by New York musician and composer Kevin McLeod. Some additional audio from freesound.org. The next episode is set for Friday, May 31st. I'm Larry, trying hard to stay chill at my garret in the mission. And this is Magneto Funky from San Francisco, where we go through, not into, the darkness.